0: hey there we are going to get into day 26 of the online bible reading club this is the fully live athlete pastor channel justin speaking so today is exodus 14 and 15 and then matthew 17. now the theme really today is really that god provides now god doesn't always provide exactly what we want him to provide but the messages that god always provides now what he's doing a lot of times is he's putting us in a position of where we will absolutely depend upon him and he does that remarkably in the crossing of the Red Sea it says that he stirs up Pharaoh's heart to go after them and then he's going to stir he's going to cause all this uh, to happen and you see there in there in the text it's very deliberate he tells Moses to have them camp at that particular spot because God is engineering his plan to terrify the people so that they call out to him and then God miraculously delivers them by the crossing of the Red Sea it's absolutely 100% God at work in the hearts of people now all of our hearts are dependent upon God but the thing is is that life is not about us and what we want it's about God declaring his glory And the church is making the invisible things, the glorious majesty of God, and the mysteries of his gospel kingdom made known. We're making them visible. And as you think about that, we're going to endure some tough times, challenging times, but know that God provides. If you look at uh, when, when that happens, what's God seek to cause out of this seemingly impossible scenario where he's going to, um, orchestrate the army coming to get the people and then bring them through the, and through the Red Sea, uh, on dry ground. And he's going to bring those waters down through Moses's instrumentation, by the way, he calls Moses to, to do what he does so that the waters will come down upon the heads of Pharaoh and his army. Um, he does that so that when they look back on this day, they call out to God and sing. You see that right after the, the big moment of deliverance in, in chapter 15, you've got a song. And the, and the theme of it is the Lord reigns. The Lord always provides for His people. Uh, and we can bank on that. The Lord is reigning. So you will not have to worry. Uh, and He's going to terrify the nations. Terrify them. That's what He wanted to do. He wanted to show them that He is a true, true God. That's been the theme throughout the whole of Exodus so far. And we get to chapter 15, and you see a big crescendo, a song. And that's what he's doing. He's creating a singing people, a singing people who call out back to him. Uh, that's what we were made for. We're made for uni- um, union and communion with God and fellowship with him, face-to-face, unbroken, holy people dwelling with a holy God in a holy place. And as God's going to move them into a holy place, you see that after the singing's over, they, get back, they come down from the mountaintop and they get back to real life. And the water is bitter. The water's bitter, but they call out again, and God makes it sweet. We really don't deserve such mercy because we're we're quick to say, "Oh, it'd be better for us to just go back uh, back to Egypt." What do we need? What are you leading us out here, Mo- Moses? For what are you doing here? Do you want us to get to? you want to create some graves out here? Well, no. Uh, he he they took all the terror, all the bitter water. And, and God shows Himself to be their faithful, reigning Lord who's graciously entered into a covenant relationship with them. And He abides with His people. So as we call out to God, as we cry out to Him, remember that some of these challenging and impossible places that you're brought into are no accident, but they're God at work in you so that you can learn the lessons of dependence upon Him because He always provides. Now, as you think about this, you turn over to the New Testament, look at Matthew 17. It's an amazing thing. You've got the cloud of glory leading the people uh, through uh, the the Red Sea. And now you've got uh, Jesus leading his uh, three closest disciples, James, John, and Peter up onto a mountain of transfiguration. And you see for the first time, this glorious manifestation of of the glory of the divine nature of Jesus from the face of Jesus. We've seen what we call his humiliation, but now you see a glimpse of his exaltation. He will be the one whose splendid glory will will dwell and fill the earth. But right now it's veiled uh, as Christ has taken on humanity in the fullness. And he looks like just like one of us. Well, he's not just like one of us. He is God's son, and he will be resurrected from the dead to provide ultimately for his people. Where we have bitter water, we will drink sweet water forevermore. Where we have... Uh, certain enemies that will destroy us namely Satan uh, if we are not saved by God well Satan will be cast into the lake of fire and triumphed over now think about this Uh, there's one great um, fun little story at the end of the chapter after Jesus is healed uh, a a demon possessed boy he's having seizures and you think about uh, well the disciples couldn't uh, couldn't actually do anything there to help him, uh, Jesus says, you have little faith. And, and he says to him, you know, it's like, you have to believe uh, in, uh, it's just just believe, and, and you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to the mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Now, I, I, it's hard to believe, isn't it? It's hard to believe that uh, when we ask God that anything is possible, but if he does provide, if he heals the demon-possessed boy, if you see his glory on the mountaintop well the ultimate thing we need is not magic tricks we don't need that we, we need uh, what's actually counterintuitive to us we need a God who's gonna send his son to die upon a cross and to be resurrected on the third day because we're sinners we're not on equal footing with God our hearts are bad and it's exactly why we need uh, the same spirit who wrote, uh, brought Jesus back from the dead on the third day to give us new life and give us faith. We need faith in Him. We need, and we can't drum that up ourselves. God has to make us born again and He has to renew us and give us revival in our hearts day after day. And that's why we read the Bible together. We read the Bible because we meet God in it. We get to know Him. We get to know what He's like, experience fellowship with Him in the Bible as the Spirit works in it. So I want to encourage you. Uh, you have everything you need to know God right now in the Bible. Keep going and keep following him through the, through the word. And we're already one and a half books into the Old Testament. We're already more than halfway through the first long book in the New Testament here in Matthew. Keep going. It will be well worth the journey. All right, I hope that's great, uh, helpful for you guys. If you're watching this far along into it, like it and share it and subscribe. We thank you for your support. We'll see you on day 27 next time. Peace.